0: Welcome to Screen Printer's Radio. I'm Bill Hood, your host, and I can be reached at billhoodconsulting.com online. Get a cup of coffee, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This week, I want to discuss reducing the cost of plastisol ink. Specifically, this episode deals with how those in the textile segment of the screen printing technologies can reduce their ink cost dramatically and increase productivity and margins. You should pause the program for a moment and get a pencil and paper to make some notes, as they'll come in handy. We begin by discussing how screen printers are inadvertently paying more for plastisol ink than necessary, and then we're going to be considering how you can cease using a multiple stroke printing technique and get the opacity that you want with just one print stroke. Let's begin with the cost of plastisol ink. Cost is an arbitrary figure in that a screen printer might look at an $80 bucket of ink and make an assumption that it's expensive. It's important to know that the cost is not per gallon in terms of weight. Manufacturers purchase all raw materials by weight, and they mix by weight. The ink is sold to distributors by weight, and it's shipped by weight. So a gallon of white ink that uses titanium white for pigment will weigh more than another color made with a pigment made from, say, carbon black. What you're paying for is the price of the components at the manufacturing stage, a margin to the manufacturer and distributor, as well as the shipping cost, which will undoubtedly be more to ship the heavier ink. Most screen printers do not factor into their assumption that the cost is the number of prints produced. For example, most screen printers will never price their printing based on the amount of ink used in each print. However, one should consider the number of possible prints when comparing different inks. If you can get 1,200 prints from an 8.4-pound container of ink A and only 800 prints from 8.4 pounds of ink B, then ink A has more value. And in the case of our two example inks used here, if ink A were $80 for 8.4 pounds and ink B were $70 for 8.4 pounds, then ink A would cost less per print. While you may think that there's a $10 savings on ink B, The fact is that you're paying the equivalent of $105 for the same quantity of ink B as you're paying for $80 for ink A in terms of the cost per print. Why is this true? Because each of the 1,200 prints using ink A at $80 have a cost of 0.066 cents each, where the same number of prints using ink B at $70 would cost 0.0875 cents each per print. And 1,200 prints using ink B would cost you $105. The formula is ink A at $80 divided by 1,200 prints equals .066 cents per print. 1,200 prints at 0.666 per print equals $80. And ink B at $70 divided by 800 prints equals .0875 per print. 1,200 prints at zero eight seven five cents per print equals $105. The bottom line is that you should not base your assumptions strictly on the price tag. Do your research and find the true cost of the ink per print and keep your well-earned money in your pocket. Now let's move on to a discussion about eliminating multiple strokes and flashing. Making fewer strokes will result in using less ink and reducing your ink cost per print. Also, making fewer strokes increases your productivity and your revenue per hour. I know that you don't want a thick deposit of ink, and you do want a softer hand. This technique will yield a thinner deposit of ink than you're getting with your print-flash-print-flash technique and provide for a softer hand. First, let's assume that you're attempting to print a white plastisol ink on a black jersey-knit garment made of ring-spun cotton. Your mesh is 110 threads per linear inch with threads that are 71 microns in diameter, with a mesh thickness of 114 microns. Your stencil is a liquid emulsion and coated with an emulsion over mesh ratio of 6%, giving you a total stencil thickness of 120.85 microns. Your ink cost per print is 0.06 cents each. You make the first pass, which lays down an ink deposit of 120.85 microns. Of course, some of the ink went into the whales of the material and wrapped around the threads of the substrate. However, if your fill blade and squeegee stroke were correct, you probably have approximately 90 microns of ink sitting on top of the substrate. To find this, you can take a measurement using a thickness gauge and measuring the unprinted material and subtracting that measurement from the printed material. You should do several readings and find an average to provide for a more accurate reading. Your results may vary a bit from mine. I should also explain that when measuring a woven or a compressible fabric, you need to use a thin plastic shim between the probe of the thickness gauge and the material, printed or not, to achieve a more accurate reading. You inspect the print and you think, this isn't opaque enough. It needs perhaps 20% more opacity to be right. So you flash the first coat and make a second pass. This second pass laid down another 120.84 microns of ink. And you now have a total of 210.84 microns of ink on top of the material after adding the first flash deposit of 90 microns sitting on top of the substrate. Now let's assume that you approved this opacity of the second pass. You flash it and continue to the next color. You're in business to make money and desire to cut as much waste as possible. You will remember that your total ink cost doubled to about 12 cents per print. And hopefully you remember when you had that thought, this is not opaque enough, it needs perhaps another 20% opacity to be right. You assumed that if you made another stroke, you could achieve opacity, and of course the opacity was higher. But you did not need another 120.84 microns of ink. You only needed 20% more opacity, not 100% more opacity. That extra ink that you printed with a second stroke amounted to approximately an 80% waste of ink, and the cost of that ink came out of your margin, or profit if you refer to it like that. No matter how many prints you make in an hour, or whether you're printing manually or on an auto, you should be concerned about keeping as much profit as possible in your pocket. Let's see what we can do to cease wasting that extra 80% of our ink. We know that our ink deposit of 120.84 microns was not opaque enough, and we thought that we needed 20% more to have the right opacity. But that is not 20% of the original ink deposit, because we know by measurement with a thickness gauge that we ended up with only 90 microns on top of the material. With simple math, we know that 20% of 90 microns is 18 microns, not 120.84 microns of ink. All we need to do now is find out how to build the proper stencil that will lay down the correct ink deposit in a single stroke and not have to make that second flash. To find the correct stencil thickness, we add this 18 microns to our original stencil thickness of 120.84 microns and conclude that 138.84 microns should give us the opacity that we want and from there we can build a standard operating procedure for achieving the same results on any job with the same white ink on a similar black substrate. There's a good chance that you'll have another job coming up that's similar. In the future, we want to build a stencil that is close to 138.84 microns as possible. We know from researching the mesh specification guide from our mesh manufacturer that a 100 thread per inch, 80 micron thread mesh has a thickness of 132 microns. And if we add another 7 microns of the emulsion, we will have a wet ink deposit of 139 microns. The difference in total ink deposit is 71.84 microns, which decreases the overall ink thickness by 41.07% and provides a softer hand. And yes, that's a 41% decrease in your ink cost you remember that your total ink costs doubled to $0.12 cents per print with the print-flash-print-flash print flash technique. By calculating the correct mesh to give us the right opacity, we have reduced our ink costs from $0.12 cents to just 0 079 cents for a savings per print of 0 cents 041 If you're only printing 500 shirts a day, your ink savings alone could add up to $20.50 a day, $102.50 for a five-day week, and $5,125 for a 50-week year. If you're printing on an automatic and producing only 350 pieces per hour, or 1,750 prints per day, then the numbers are much higher. Your extra ink cost is $71.75 per day, $358.75 for a five-day week, and $17,937.50 for a 50-week year. I leave you with a final thought. To air is human. To correct, divine. Both of the subjects of today's show are excerpts from my course on reducing ink costs for textile screen printers. We've reached the conclusion of today's podcast. Thanks for listening. Please feel free to contact me on my website at villageconsulting.com for more information on how you can improve your production, increase your revenue, and improve your operation. We can help you become more efficient, effective, and economically viable. You've been listening to Screen Printers Radio. Visit our website at ScreenPrintersRadio.com online where you can find our archive of past episodes, leave your comments, and submit your requests for the subject of a future show. We'd love to hear from you. We depend on your donations to keep ScreenPrinters Radio online. Please consider donating on the website to show your appreciation for our service. Thank you. I'm Bill Hood, and may all your impressions be great.